I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. I'm Sal Kanka. And I'm Wayne Heckler. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Check us out at hecklercane.com and everywhere on social media. To the bumper. We're here today with Gabrielle Stone, who started acting at age 18. She's no stranger to the festival circuit. She starred in three festival-winning shorts, Henry John and Little Bug, Sugartown, and Once When I Was Dead. She leapt onto the big screen, starring in The Lighthouse opposite Danny Glover. From there, she has begun carving away into the industry with feature films like Fuzz Track City, The Jazz Funeral, and An Old Man's Gold. In 2014, Stone starred in, the Lion, in Lion Gates, Speak No Evil, and then went on to star in Anchor Bay's Zombie Killers and Elephant's Graveyard. Stone then took on two leading roles in the festival drama Stray and Grief. This year, she can be seen in Ava's Impossible Things, as well as Dance Night Obsession and the highly anticipated Death House. After finishing her directorial debut, it happened again last night, she wrapped filming on Tom Holland's Rock Paper Dead, opposite Michael Madsen and Tatum O'Neill. She's currently working on the competition alongside Thora Birch and Chris Klein. Gabrielle, thanks so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. That's one hell of a resume you got there. <laughs> well, you know, I've been working for a while, so piling it up. <laughs> yeah, you're a grinder. I mean, we were looking at your IMD profile, and, uh, you know, this year alone, <laughs> the amount of work, uh, the body of work is astounding, so. Yes. No, I've been really busy, but busy is good in our industry, so it's been great. <laughs> I agree, right? Busy means you're working. Busy means you're getting paid and all that fun stuff, so. Um, so you started acting at age 18. Um, what was your first project? Uh, it was actually that first film that you mentioned, Henry John and the Little Bug. Um, it was a short film, ended up going to festivals. And uh, yeah, I always thought I wanted to be an actress. Um, you know, my both my parents are in the business, so I grew up in it. Um, but it wasn't until I did that short that I was like, oh, I really like don't ever want to do anything again. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> now, did, were you in your high school plays and stuff like that? Any of the musicals or no? I did, I did not in high school, in middle school. Um, I did musical theater, uh, but I'm definitely not as prone to stage acting as I am for film. Okay. Cool. So you already mentioned your mom, so we can't ignore it. Your mom is Dee Wallace. Um, you just you starred in Zombie Killers with her, but I mean, what was it like growing up in Hollywood as a Hollywood child? You know, I get asked that all the time, um, but it was really normal. My mom's awesome, and my mom and dad did a really good job at balancing um, my life while they were working. If one of them was doing a film, the other one didn't take any work for that time um if they were gone for more than a week then whoever was at home went to go visit uh so I got to travel a lot growing up and uh yeah I mean she was at like every soccer game every dance recital like it was really normal except I got to hang out on set a lot and see her die in her. <laughs> nice <laughs> nice nice yeah so for the audience that's listening we we mentioned your mom is Dee Wallace so she's famous for being the mom in E.T. Um, she starred in Cujo, uh, The Hills Have Eyes, and a number of other films. So you just worked with her in um, Zombie Killers, which, um, how was that process? I mean, what was it like to be on set with your mom and actually working together? I mean, my mom and I are best friends. We've worked together, I think, twice now. Um, so, I mean, it was great. She was only on set for two days, but it was awesome. We had one scene together, and it was a really sweet little scene. She played my 
my boyfriend's mom in the film. Um, so it was fun. We had a great time and we worked well together and everybody thought it was hysterical that we were so normal and easy together. <laughs> I am but, curious. Uh, did, did you rehearse together at home before? Just curious. Yeah. No, yeah. I figured, see, no, sometimes you can, but you don't do it. But that's great. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, your mother so well, it's like easy to act against. I'm sure it's different when it's yeah. family. Yeah. And she also, she had one of the biggest acting studios in LA for a while. So when I started training, when I was 16, I, I worked with her at her studio for the first, you know, three years um, of my training. So we have the same technique and yeah, it was easy and it was fun. Nice. That's cool. So yeah, I was going to ask, did you have any formal training other than growing up Hollywood kind of thing? So, uh, no, yeah, of course. Um, I've taken different classes, different, you know, different teachers. So I've got a melting pot of, uh, of training that I, that I go to for. Is there, is there anybody notable that we could, uh, that you could throw out there that you did, uh, get a chance to train with? Um, I, well, I, like I said, I started with my mom. Um, I've trained with Steve Easton. Um, my most recent one was with Wendy Haynes over at Warner Laughlin studio. Um, but I've, you know, I've bounced around David Gray at Gray studios. Um, he's fantastic. Sure. So yeah, it just depends on when I'm not working and when I have time to be in a class and what class I feel like doing. Of course. Cool. So your latest project, um, well, I'm sorry, the project you did with your mom, you've done a lot of horror and things like that. Is that your preferred genre or do you, would you rather be working in comedy? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I don't have a preferred genre, I guess. It just depends on the script and what speaks to me and what I get excited about. The feature that I just got back from uh, was a drama with a lot of comedy woven into it. So I had a blast doing that. Um, the one I'm about to go do, the competition with Thora Birch and Chris Klein is a comedy, like straight rom-com. Um, so yeah, but I mean, I love horror. I love the fans. Like the fans are unlike any other fan base in this industry. Um, and they're awesome. So yeah, I mean, I love, I love working on good material. So it really doesn't matter what the genre is as long as it's good material for me. Cool. So, you know, we're big horror fans as well, which is how we found you, actually. And we had interviewed recently Kyle Hester, who was part of the Indiegogo uh, Project Zombie uh -huh. with a Shotgun. I'm sure you're connected to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Kyle? Have you met or are you just online? Not personally. Yeah, cool. Was Zombie Killers, was that like, a, um, how was that funded? Or how, how were you involved uh -huh. with the, how did you get involved with that project or... I got involved with it. They just sent me the script and hired me on as an actress. I It was funded by private investors. Um, gotcha. We shot it up in Pennsylvania, uh, and then they ended up selling it to Anchor Bay. But I had a blast on that shoot. Harrison Smith, the, who's the director, um, who I just worked with again on Death House, is a great writer, great director. Um, so any of his projects in the future, I usually want to hop on because I had a blast on that shoot. You got a chance to work with Billy Zane. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Billy Zane, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I met, I didn't meet and hang out with him, but I didn't work with him directly because our characters didn't overlap, but he's an awesome, awesome guy, and he's so funny in this film. Like, he has the best comedic relief um, that you have seen in a zombie film, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So... Um, growing up, your mom played uh, the mother in E.T. 
we just spoke to somebody last week. He's a huge film buff. E.T. is one of his biggest films that he that he loves. So, And we asked him the question about his childhood movies and things like that. One of his was Ghostbusters. You're not allowed to say E.T. <laughs> just for a nepotism. But so what, I'm trying to ask. what I'm trying to ask is what was your favorite childhood movie growing up? Oh, God. Did you I have mean, yeah. Um, childhood, I mean, I have my favorite movies as an adult, but childhood... Honestly, probably Beauty and the Beast. Cool. Like that, I was I was a Disney kid for sure. Are you, are uh, you excited about the new live action release that's coming out yeah, soon? I cannot wait. I know it's so late, but like I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, every Disney movie like Lion King, Little Mermaid. Like I I was a Disney a Disney kid for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I think we all were. Who wasn't yeah. a Disney kid for the most part? Right. And yeah. Like, back in the day when animation was you know it's not like what it is now right. now you know you see like i'll watch i saw like a clip of frozen the other day and was like oh i recognize and then i was like no gabrielle that's that's a cartoon but they all look so similar <laughs> i think in a different film but it's it's because they all look so similar and it's weird to me it's not it's not like how the old school animation films used to be so yeah yeah definitely not well, there's a lot more digital, a lot more more um, computer based than yeah. physical drawings like they used to. I mean, like Polo Express. When Polo Express first came out, that was the first of that kind of animation. Yes. It was different. Like, wait, is that real? Like, I almost think he's yeah. a real kid, and you forget. Yeah. But I mean, they just do wonders with this stuff. It's great. I know. I know. But very different feel than watching Bambi for the first time. You know, definitely different cartoon, right? Cool. So let's talk a little bit about your latest project. It happened again last night, which you, I believe, wrote and produced, right? Yes. So wrote, produced, co-directed, and starred in. <laughs> awesome. That's so you wore a lot of hats. <laughs> like the most possible. <laughs> we, we know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We do, we do that a lot. <laughs> so how long ago did you write the film? Was it something that's been written for a while? Did you write it recently? Um, we wrote it probably... Uh, Sometime last year, sometime in 2015, it went through a lot of rewrites. Um, we ended up doing a fundraiser on Indiegogo, raised about 3000 and then the rest was um, brought in from a private investor. Um, so we shot it and then did a post-Indiegogo raise for like the rest of post-production and the festival circuit and whatnot. So we just had a wildly successful round on that. We set it at, I think... Five thousand and ended up raising like seventy five hundred. So, Excellent. Uh, awesome! Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was crowdfunding is definitely not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> it's besides like the amount of like energy it takes. It's just this weird, blurry line. I feel like um, it's a blurry but, yeah. line where you're walking around with your hand out, going, "Can I have money? Can I have money? Can I have money? Can I have money?" But you know, we got it done, and um, and yeah. So we just, you know, finalized everything and it's officially being submitted to festivals now. That's so awesome. Look forward to that. That would be good. Yeah. So can yeah. You tell I'm us excited for everyone to finally see it. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Obviously we saw the trailer. I mean, we have our suspicions, but can you tell us a little more about what the movie's actually about? Yeah. It's about um, our lead character who I play and her name is Paige and she is stuck in an abusive relationship with a man and also in love with a woman. And that's, it's really like following her 
story, um, seeing a little bit of her past and seeing what she ends up deciding to do. Cool. Nice. Yes, you don't want to give away the whole story. <laughs> but that's excellent. So, um, not horror, but it's a, it's a, it turned into a powerful little piece about domestic violence. Um, gotcha. So I'm excited nice. for everyone to... What's the, running, what's the running time on the short? Uh, 13 minutes and 52 seconds. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> From beginning to the end of the credits, so. Cool, but so, who's counting? <laughs> so were you the editor as well? Did you do the editing as no. well? Okay, because usually no, the editor definitely know. knows what numbers that comes in at, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, mean, I only know because we literally just, like, finished it. And the time for shorts, you know, one of the biggest mistakes people can make is a short that's not short. Um, if it's anything over 15 minutes, it's usually harder at some of the festivals. Um, but, no, I did not edit it. Um, I don't have that in my resume. <laughs> I, I think that's a whole new category, the long short. It has its own category itself. Yeah, <laughs> I know, like a mini feature. Right. Um, so, yeah. Cool. So who else was involved with the film? I mean, have you worked with anybody that you said you co-directed? I mean, who were the folks that you worked with, like relationships that you've had in the past? Yes, um, the director of the Lionsgate film that I did, Speak No Evil, he co-directed it with me. He's become quite prevalent in my life. We're not only great friends, but obviously now are working together. Um, so he co-wrote, co-directed, co-produced, and uh, his name is Rose, and he's fantastic. So we, a lot of people were really skeptical when they heard co-director, mm -hmm. um, but we worked together really, really well, and I could not have done it without him. Uh, I will never again star in something that I am also directing. It is way too much. Um, I definitely want to direct again, but not something that I'm constantly in front of the camera as well. Um, and then uh, we had Amanda Weiss from um, Nightmare on Elm Street and Fast Times at Ridgemont Highs. She was fantastic to work with, like such a sweet, sweet woman. Um, and really, really good in the film. And Chris Mulkey from, you know, everything you see on TV and Twin Peaks. And um, so we had some really, really great people involved. Um, the other lead girl is played by one of my really good friends, Alex Lynn Ward, um, who's like a big uh, comedian YouTube girl, but is really great in drama, too. So we had a lot of awesome people on this project. Our director of photography uh, is Jason Crothers, who shoots Chicago Fire on NBC. So we had a lot of people come together for the story and the passion project aspect of it. I suppose being in California, you have a lot of access to these guys who are working in the field. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you've worked with, obviously, on other projects to bring yes. in. No, we, we had a lot of good personal relationships and people that wanted to work together and work with us as well. Um, obviously, we flew Jason out from Chicago, but everybody else was pretty much LA-based. Cool. How long did the project take from start to finish? I mean, from shooting, not 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 including pre-production. Right, right, right. Um, we pr probably did like active pre-production for like a month, but we only shot for two days, and then the edit, um, maybe three weeks ish, mm -hmm. and that was only because our editor was in Georgia, so we were you know not doing post actively in LA, which was a little tough. Um, and then went off to color correction and sound for about two weeks, and then we had it all done. That's a pretty aggressive timeline. You guys are workhorses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we needed it for our Sundance submission deadline, so 
Gotcha. Uh, Motivated. Good, good luck at Sundance. That'll be excellent. Yes. Well, if we get in, fingers crossed. We'll okay, see. Okay, very good. <laughs> well, we'll help any way we can promote, obviously, and uh, there'll be links to all of your stuff in our in our blog and on Twitter and all that fun huh. stuff. So. Well, how about, how about talking about the um, the submission process to Sundance or any of these festivals? That that's always a process, and and maybe some of our listeners would be interested in hearing that. We, we've done uh, some of the stuff with our films, but let's hear your standpoint on on how to go about getting your film submitted into one of the festivals, i.e., Sundance. Yes. Um, well, I will give you as much info as I can. I luckily had my like right hand woman, her name is Elizabeth Mahelnich, who is also our line producer, um, helping with a lot of that. Um, it kind of, the timing was a little strange because right when we were on, like hitting our deadlines and stuff, I booked this film that I, you know, went out of town for three weeks on. So she was helping with a lot of the, you know, without a box and doing all that. But it's basically like you have to upload everything. There's like a director's statement. You upload your poster and a little bit of info about the directors and uh, about your film. And then you upload your actual uh, link to your film and you send it off. There you go. There you go. And then you <laughs> wait. And then wait. <laughs> and you wait and you wait. wait and they the could. Doing nothing. <laughs> you, you pay a fee and then they could tell you, no, we don't want the film. <laughs> but they could tell you, yes. Yes. Exactly. See? There you go. <laughs> See? We're exactly in sync there. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you submitting to any place other than Sundance? Oh, yeah. We're, um, so far, we've done Sundance, South by Southwest, um, Slam Dance. I know we're doing a couple of the smaller ones as well, um, but we're going to keep, you know, keep on doing all of them. I know we want to do Holly Shorts, which is out in L.A. next year. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm trying to get a press pass for South by Southwest, so maybe we'll see you out there. <laughs> so you talked a lot about uh, before being inspired by Disney as a child and things like that, but as an adult, what filmmakers or actors kind of inspire you in your work today? Oh, that's always such a tough question. Um, and I know this is so lame, but like my first answer is always my mom. When I saw Cujo, I was like, okay, one, my mom is a badass with a shotgun. And two, <laughs> I think I want to be an actress um, because I was still, when I watch it today, like I think she should have been up for an award for that film. Um, just was inspired by it. Um, Apart from that lame answer, <laughs> um, my favorite movies as an adult are probably Requiem for a Dream Ooh. and um, What Dreams May Come. Wow. So, I, yeah, heavy, I know. Heavy. That's yeah. heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, Requiem um, is, is a crazy yeah. film. So What Dreams yeah. May Come was, was absolutely profound to me. It was one of, that yeah. was an amazing film. Robin Williams yeah. was excellent in it. Yes, very good. Yes, um, I'm obsessed with Ellen Bernstein. I think she is an absolute genius who played the mom in Requiem. Sure, um, right. And obviously Robin Williams is like, you know, everyone's like heart, yeah. happy person. Um, so yeah, uh, I am definitely get inspired to push boundaries. Like I like films that really make you think. Um, I, every time I've watched Requiem for a Dream, I feel like you have to like sit by yourself for two hours and contemplate your life. Um, <laughs> so I think that cinema that's done right 
I guess you would say. Right. It has, <laughs> to, it has to make you feel. I know. It's true. Yeah. Even, and you know, I love comedies too. I think Forgetting Sarah Marshall is like one of my favorite comedies. I love, you know, I love every genre. So as long as it's done right and it really makes you like feel something, then I think it's great. Yeah, the first time I watched Requiem, the scene where she's uh, the the, ele- the the refrigerator starts moving towards yeah. her, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm freaking out myself just sitting here." <laughs> so you still yeah. having nightmares? No, <laughs> no they've gone away now. But they've <laughs> gone away, only temporarily. So speaking, of, I always want to bring this up. Speaking of um, scary moves, my first scary move was Silent Scream. It was an old one. I remember I was too young to get into rated R, and I got snuck <laughs> in. And my brother's friends were there, and the older girl. She's like, "All right, don't worry, I'll cover his eyes." And she like let, spread her hand, fingers apart <laughs> and let me see like this nudity scene. And it was like, "Whoa!" You know? <laughs> so that was my first experience of a horror film. I guess that's why I'm fan to this day. <laughs> You're so easy. Just because right. there were moves, you're a fan. There you go. He's still the same today. That's it's the terrible. same. Um, so how, I'm curious. So being like your your mom made uh, The Hills Have Eyes and Cujo and things like that, how old were you when you got to see Cujo? Like You know, it always like trips me out when people are like, oh, I saw Jaws when I was four. Like I didn't, my mom was not about exposing me to the horror genre or anything bad for that matter for a very good portion of my younger life. Um, I remember when I was six, I went to visit her on Peter Jackson's set of The Frighteners mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah. She was the first time I had seen her with blood, like fake blood on her. And she was like, come here, babe, it's fine. You know, like, just lick lick my hand. It's just corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as far as, like, actually seeing them, I don't think I saw Cujo or The Howling until I was 15, maybe. Right. Um, the first, my first memory of a real horror film that I saw was probably the Scream franchise. And I was probably like 14 or 15, and it scared the shit out of me. I didn't sleep for like a freaking month. <laughs> Mom, he was right all these years. Right? Yeah, right? Right? So, but yeah, no, I didn't I didn't get into scary stuff till I was older, for sure. Gotcha. Well, the Scream franchise isn't a bad one to get into. That first one was oh, great. I, lo- ter- I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying for you. If you're looking for a good horror, actually, uh, I don't know if you've seen Hush. Um, but I haven't yet, but I want to. It's on my list. Yeah, see it. <laughs> see, definitely see it. It's one of the only good horror movies that I've seen, like, you know, in the last year that was a major release. You know, it was it was, yeah. it was really great. So We produced yeah. one short um, horror film so far, Twisted. Our anniversary is coming up. When we first released, it was near Halloween. So that's yeah. always exciting. Oh, well, nice. that, that's something I'm debating about. I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, and I'm like, I don't want them to don't see it, it yet. <laughs> yeah, we, we, brought it to, it. we brought it to festival this year, and there were a bunch of like – it's a mixed crowd, right? We're number four in a mesh of, you know, five shorts. And there were, a, there were a bunch of sweet old ladies in the audience and, you know, and they were like, Oh, is one of your films in the, and we're like, yeah, yeah. And they, they wouldn't even look at us by the time it was done. I was, I, people, no. people were, were like not making eye contact with me. I played the lead, the, the, the horrible, horrible person in the lead who is doing horrible things to, to yeah. Wayne. He, actually. he tied me up. I was caught in the basement. It's not really ultra gory or anything. It's just more, I it's was, it's suspenseful. It's suspenseful. Yeah. And I did horrible, horrible things to him. Well, <laughs> these little old ladies in the theater 
theater after they saw it looked at me and they were like, oh my God, I can't watch it. I can't, I can't look at you. And they told me, I'm sorry. They said, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how funny. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to send it to you. We'll send you the link. You could take a yes, look. And... <laughs> um, I think, you know, we're pretty much going to wrap things up. I mean, you were awesome. We loved having you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Do you have any links or t- your Twitter handle you want to share with everybody? Yeah, I'm on pretty much like everything at Gabrielle Stone, um, cool. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So you can come find me on all those and cool. you know, follow me. Well, well, that makes it simple. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll put all your links up on the YouTube page and all that type of stuff, and we'll send you we'll send you all the links when they're ready to go. So yeah, that- I would love to see the short. So send it oh, over. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Of course. And obviously when uh, everything gets along, hit us up and, and let us know everything that's going on with your, your new short that you're yeah. working on. And uh, good luck at Sundance. Good luck. Yeah, good luck at Sundance. Good luck. Break a leg. I'm looking forward to seeing the finished Thank product. You. To what? To seeing the finished product. I'm looking forward Thank to seeing it. Thank you. Everything. I'm looking forward for people to see you know actually see it finally it's been a long road it's my baby so awesome Excellent. awesome well, well thanks, thank gabrielle. you for for gabrielle stone yes. for uh, hanging with us and uh thank you, check out all the links below in the uh descriptions for uh her twitter and our social media and we will link you guys up <laughs> gabrielle thank you and Take have care. a wonderful night thank you thank you guys for having me bye 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 <laughs> Thank you.